1: It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet. Until they put this James Harden number in double digits, I'm going to keep betting it. He's been playing with Brooklyn for eight games, and he's gone over the number eight and a half, nine and a half assists in seven of the eight games. And it's not just barely over. It's usually 11, 12, sometimes 15 assists in these games, and uh, we're going to have a high-scoring game, I would suspect, total into the 240s. So giving me over 9.5 assists for James Harden and the Brooklyn Nets. Harden on a lead feed. Irving gets to the rim. Oh, beautiful English from Kyrie Irving. Weak side rebound Harden looks ahead Harris the catch in traffic he lays it in A triple double last night for James Harden thank you guys very kind of you i got something right in our lightning bet last night this is betql daily welcome into the betql audio network here weekdays live 10am to 1pm eastern time on the radio.com app 8 to 11am mountain by the way if you're listening on the bet 1430 in denver the bet 931 hd3 in Los Angeles. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker. We're on Twitter at BetQLDaily. I'm at Joe0670Ross at Ross Tucker NFL. Lineup of guests today Mark DeRosa. You've heard us refer to him as Ed Teach. We'll talk about what he's doing with all his Bucks futures. And uh, he's made some news this week because over the weekend he went to the Borgata in Jersey and he got down some big-time wagers on the MVP for Sunday Super Bowl. So we'll talk to DeRosa about his process there. Uh, Zach Price, he's another pro better. We'll be talking about NBA props, uh, golf, and I'm sure he's got some Super Bowl stuff he already has bet on. Uh, Doug Kazarian from Daily Wager will be here in our number three of the show. Eli Hershkovich, as always, we will go over his college basketball card for tonight. Uh, Ross, overall, the guys were nice to me in the production. Not a great night for the show, but I would commend Eli in the last second, backing off his Maryland play.
0: Well, <coughs> listen, I mean, there's a lot we could say about Eli's Maryland play. Uh, the play. first one I'll My say Your that play. Eli was the only <coughs> person – on planet Earth I'm aware of that got Maryland minus one. Mm. Like, look at Eli's Twitter feed, okay? Everyone's like, minus one? Yeah, no, that's a loser. Yeah, right, whatever, buddy. Nope, thanks for that. Like, most people were in the same boat as me, which is, when you say it on the show, what the line is, which was two and a half, and so it was a loser. It was close, but it was a loser. Thankfully, I crushed the Wisconsin pick to to finish out one and one on the night in uh, college hoops. Uh, uh, uh.
1: Okay. Okay. Thank you for finishing your sentence there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> one and one on the night in college hoops. Listen, it's not like Joe I took Texas, okay, and got slaughtered by Baylor. You know what I mean? It's not like I did something like that. You know what's awkward? I know, Joe, you want to. I just want to get in here for one second because I got to defend myself. Russ doesn't follow either of us on Twitter. So he was clearly stalking us or lurking on Twitter. And he decided to tweet you after you tweeted me about Maryland, a funny tweet about not everybody had minus one. So, (laughs) Ross, just kind of weird. You were literally stalking us on Twitter. So, Joe, two things. Number one is somebody replied to one of your tweets, Eli, and tagged me and said, I was hoping it would come through for Ross, his lightning bet, or whatever. So that's when I saw your bet. I mean, that's when I saw your tweet. And then I saw Joe's tweet. And I have a little bit of a bone to pick with Joe. Yeah. Joe, I thought you and I were like teammates. I thought we were boys. I thought we were in this together, and that Eli was the enemy. Enemy Eli. But that tweet kind of made it seem like you were glad I lost and that you're on. I lost.
1: I lost the bet too. Cause he was out there. He said, we pushed. I'm like, all I said was not everyone. W-. As you mentioned, most of the people in his replies did not get the one. It was a loser. It was a loser for you. And it was a loser for me. Cause unless you bet this on Monday night, you didn't get the one for the push. So when he says, Oh, good thing we pushed. Eh, no, probably 95 to 99 percent of the bettors lost if you had Marilyn. okay I thought you
0: were referencing me Joe because I had it as one of my three lightning bets
1: it was and it was so both. it was both but I I was ticked because I lost too because okay made okay throw in the you other.
0: hadn't said it on the show I didn't know you bet it so mm-hmm. I didn't know you were including yourself in that I thought you were just like not everyone Ross lost ha ha ha
1: I wasn't laughing at you. I was, it it was just, well, I was also, I was laughing at myself because uh, if you recall at the end of the show, I was like, boy, Eli, that's a bit of a reaction. It moves a half a point or a one point and you're off the bet. And then he was right. (laughs) By the way, the bottom line here, in my
0: opinion though, Joe, is the Maryland game that was like, we were all right there, right? What really we should focus on (laughs) <laughs> is my Wisconsin Penn State bet and Eli's Texas Baylor bet? Because the Maryland thing, we were both right there. where it's basically how just are you right about Maryland? You were wrong. You took the point and a half after it moved two and a half. Right? You're not. You're not listening, Eli. I moved on. I moved on to Wisconsin. You said we were all right about Maryland, which is totally false. No, no. I said we were all right there when it came to Maryland. Right? Like. I took Maryland laying two and a half. They they won by one. We were all right there. You took them laying one. You pushed. Whatever. We were all right there. What Where we weren't right there is I laid the eight and a half with Wisconsin. They destroyed Penn State. You took the points with the Texas Longhorns who got annihilated live on national TV last night. You're so, also one and three on the week. What's that? You're also one in three on the week. Is he? Yeah, Texas Tech. The hockey game last night. Oh, that's true. And Maryland, yeah. one in yeah. three. Ross. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Well, I forget <laughs> Texas Tech. Monday. Oh yeah, by two points. So here's the thing, though, Eli. You keep moving. It's about last night. Will you stop? It's about college basketball. And it's about the games that you and I did not bet together. You're the big college basketball guru who, I mean, did you watch the Texas-Baylor game? I mean, Baylor destroyed them. Who would ever take Texas in that? I don't know. But then for me, Wisconsin, of course, they were going to slaughter Penn State after they had lost to him. So I think that's what matters here.
1: Not the Blackhawks scoring with five minutes left to tie it in force overtime before eventually losing in a shootout. Joe, you're focusing on the wrong things, Okay. I was laughing because you were talking about uh, your, your Chicago friends are big Blackhawks fans, and then the Hawks, and we were talking about how crappy they are this season. Then they come through to tie it with five minutes. And left. and my and, and 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 my
0: buddy that helps me with these that I talk to that helps me with some of these picks as I as I shoot the crap with him, he always likes betting in regulation because you get uh, betting them to win in regulation because right. you get much better odds of course they go in to win in a shootout yes. I was like you've got to be kidding me because I I should have just taken them in you know to win outright not not yeah. to uh have to win in regulation but whatever I mean it's the first time in for almost
1: 42 years I've ever lost a hockey bet think about that it's it's amazing it's amazing the first time <laughs> it's, a, it's- what can happen in a matter of two weeks? Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, tux pucks, RIP. We'll see if there's a play tonight. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Make sure you're subscribed to our podcast, iTunes, Spotify, radio.com. Leave us five stars. You can watch us radio.com slash betql daily slash betql-daily. And as always, we're live on the Bet1430, our friends over in Denver. Now let's get to uh, Super Bowl props some interesting ones that Eli picked out and a lot of them focus on the backfield. how about the run game uh Ross Chiefs backfield Edwards Lair the number is 30 and a half rushing yards got to have a D Williams in there for the chiefs in the playoffs every single year this time it's Daryl 28 and a half Pat Mahomes 21 and a half and we all recall one year ago on the last series of the game. Chiefs are about to win the Super Bowl and Pat Mahomes decided to take a negative 15 on three kneel downs. It went from a lot of people being very comfortable. It was a popular play. Pat Mahomes over the rushing yards to a loser for all unless you had the under. So here's what I would say.
0: Um, I think a couple of things. Number one, I like Daryl Williams over, and I like Patrick Mahomes over at this point. Mm -hmm. I think the Bucs are going to get pressure on Mahomes, Joe, because of this revamped Chiefs offensive line. Mahomes is going to have to scramble. He's going to have to run. 21 and a half yards is probably three runs. Three runs, I'd say. I think he's going to have to do it. I think his toe's going to be healthy enough to do it. And I'm not convinced that they're loving Edwards-Elair right now. I think they like Darryl Williams more. So I like the uh, the over there.
1: So in the Cleveland game, obviously CEH was not out there. It was uh, Darryl Williams and Le'Veon Bell. And Darryl Williams got about 80% of the snaps, Le'Veon 20. So CEH returns in the AFC title game. And when you first take a look at the, at the snaps, thinking, okay, O'Leary's first game back, and they decide to split it. So maybe he's going to get more time in the Super Bowl two weeks later, more time to heal, all that stuff. However, if you take a deeper dive on the snaps. CEH was on the field for more passing plays, and Williams was on the field for more rushing plays. 65% of the rushing plays, uh, 65% of the plays that Williams was on the field were runs. So, I thought that was pretty interesting. I wonder if that was by design. Uh, of the Chiefs uh, rushing props here, I do agree with you. The one that stood out to me is the highest total, and I would go under CEH at 30 and a half. You're right. It feels like uh, late in the season, we've seen a lot of coaches do this with deep runs in the playoffs. They end up switching to the other guy, and the, the Bucks actually did the same thing. So, of these three options, I would go under. Uh, Edwards Lair at 30 and a half. How about on the Tampa Bay side? Fournette, 47 and a half. Ronald Jones, 35 and a half. And Brady's prop is 0.5 yards.
0: That is funny. (laughs) That is real. You know, we've done these so many times now in the playoffs. And he's like the only guy. I guess Breeze was probably there too. But all these Josh Allen props. How about when Josh Allen ran for like 80 yards against uh, the the Chiefs with only one designed run. That was easy money. Um, I'll just say this, Joe. I kind of agree with you on the Edwards Eller under. I like Daryl Williams over Mahomes over Edwards Eller under for the Bucks. I don't know, man. I you know it's been two weeks now. I'm just not so sure. I'm not convinced they're going to use Fournette that much more than Ronald Jones. I think it'll be pretty similar. Um, So I don't have a strong feeling on either one of those. I really don't. I think they're going to have to throw the ball in the middle of the field a lot. So I'm not not loving either runner. Uh, Dylan Burns does make a good point, our executive producer, on our chat where he says, you know if there's one quarterback sneak for the bucks brady hits the over
1: but then if the bucks win it's going under cuz he's going to do a kneel down
0: yeah then you're,
1: then you're screwed <laughs> that's why i'm not touching the brady uh, i was looking at his game log it's every game he's in the range of negative 2 to plus 1 just about <laughs> So I'm not touching that one. I I mean, you got a lot
0: of time on your hands when you're looking at Tom Brady's game
1: log rushing yards. That's amazing. (laughs) That's what we're talking about. Um, So uh, where would I go here? I'd go under since I think the Chiefs are going to win the game. I was looking at – I know Fournette's been the guy lately. So uh, Fournette – here's Fournette and their losses this year, Tampa's. Three carries for 10 yards against KC, seven for 17 against the Rams – one for nothing, five for five against New Orleans. I'm going to look to the under rushing yards props uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Anything else here that really jumps out to you? There, 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 are total over overall rushing yards. That's set at 185 and a half. I would lean to the under there. Any running back to have 100 plus rushing yards? I, I'd say no, but I'm not going to bet it here at uh, at minus 500, Ross.
0: No, um, you know, I, I kinda like the team with the most rushing yards. Bucks minus one hundred thirty four. I mean, it's pretty heavily juiced, but still, it's hard for me to imagine the Chiefs having more rushing yards unless Mahomes does scramble and have a couple big runs. You'd really think that it'll be the Bucks rushing for more yards.
1: Here's an interesting one. We mentioned Darrell Williams. We think he's going to get the majority of the work. First running back to rush for 20-plus yards. Williams you can get at plus 350. So that's some pretty good value when you look at Fournette. He's plus 120. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation
0: waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness and resilience that sets Marines apart with our fighting spirit. We don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: Well, Michael's one of my
0: sports idols. So I think he's pretty incredible. And I think um, for me, it just, it's about being a part of a lot of great teams and, um, To have the opportunity to play in this game means a lot to me. It just—it's a lot of commitment sacrificed by a lot of guys, and obviously we're one game away from uh, the ultimate goal in this sport. And um, I've been a part of that ultimate goal six other times. So they're all different. They've all meant something a little bit different to me. They've all been very unique in their own way, and uh, it'd just be cool to accomplish it this time. I don't compare them to the other times. Those were all magical moments in my life, and. No one could ever take those away from me.
1: It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the bet. Brady and the Bucks facing off against Mahomes and the Chiefs on Saturday night for the uh, big game, they call it, the Super Bowl. It's BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. I'm on Twitter at Joe0670. Ross Tucker at Ross Tucker. NFL, Eli Hershkovich, the executive producer of this show. You can watch us, radio.com betql-daily live. Uh, Eli sent over an, I thought it was pretty interesting, sports betting story that was uh, posted, Ross, in the New York Times. The headline is, Gambling Grows, So Do Appetite Wedding sherbets sure And it kind of goes over some of the promotions that are run in various legal states. Once a state goes legal, you experience it in uh, Pennsylvania. I experienced it here in Illinois. Um, it's crazy. The pro, uh, Basically, guaranteed money is what they're offering, right? What do we have to do to get you to sign up with us? Because once we got you, we're going to keep you. All the companies do this. All of them do. Uh, FanDuel does one called Spread the Love. So every time a bet comes in, they'll say, okay, every 50 bets, Let's say we're talking about the Bears game. Every 50 bets on the Bears, that means we're going to move the line a point by the time you get to the game starting. I don't know. Like I've seen it where the Lakers were plus 100 entering a game. It's a, it's a it's free money, basically, and they're offering that to you. Uh, DraftKings does the same thing with their no-brainer stuff. Uh, our friends at PointsBet, they do something similar with the Karma Committee. They have different promos every single week. So they're writing about that, and uh, it, it is pretty amazing how all of a sudden we have 20 states and the District of Columbia legalized. 20 in the District of Columbia. In 2020, the revenue for sports books in 14 states reached a billion dollars in 2020. Eilers and Kretschke, uh, they project a lot of this stuff. They, they work on the numbers uh, with the sports betting explosion. They say that by 2023, if all 50 states are legal, Ross, We're going to be at $19 billion annually. Well, I mean, they're not all going to be legal by 2023. They they won't. No, they won't. There, There are states like Utah that won't go legal, Wisconsin. But we're already at 20 in two more years. I would expect it to be 40. The thing that's funny about it
0: to me well, first of all, I don't. I don't know. In two more years, it'll be forty, Joe. Because these things take some time. Yeah, like it's not like there's like they have to go through the legislature. They have to. They take some time. Number one. Number two. Like they're all eventually going to be legal. So all those states right now are doing is just costing their states money. Mm-hmm. They're allowing that money to go to offshore or they're allowing their people to drive to Indiana or Illinois or Pennsylvania, like wherever it is. Like if you live in Maryland now, right? You can drive to Pennsylvania or Virginia or Jersey, you know, um, and a lot of people in Maryland live close to those border states. So they're just losing that money then. And by the way, you don't even have to go to like a casino or anything. Just drive over the state line, pull out your phone, it geolocates
1: you as being in that state, and then you can place your bet. It was happening all the time. Uh, our state was sending money to Indiana for a long time until we finally got legal this past year. And uh, the numbers were ridiculous. In November alone, the handle of all the all the states in the country, I think Penn, I think you guys were third. third or fourth, and then Illinois was right there too. I think you guys were third after Jersey and Nevada, and then Illinois was fourth.
0: Yeah, now I haven't done a lot of research, Joe, on what like the taxation is for the right. companies because I, I believe, I've been told that Pennsylvania is really rough. It's insane. <laughs> like 36% or something crazy. Yeah. But what's interesting about it is there's still a number of books operating here. And people are betting here. So maybe Pennsylvania did the right thing. You know, I mean, like, if they're getting that money, then they're getting the money.
1: Illinois was considered high, and they settled in at 15%. And you guys are in the 30s, much higher than anyone else. And you're right, you got all these books, and they're not hesitating. Why? Because they're going to keep making money it's just going to take a little bit longer for them to keep money at the end of the month they're going to, they're going to have to give back more so in november in illinois i mean don't get me wrong for people thinking oh is sports betting going to fix our economy of course it's not but like ross mentioned free money uh in november in illinois the state got over 6 million dollars i mean that's free just by legalizing sports betting you got an extra 6 million dollars and that's going to continue to grow like it just it just started and we still can't bet on the illinois teams here and that's uh, eventually going to change. What what I find fascinating from our perspective is like we're involved in the media coverage. Obviously, we're on a network doing the same thing. We're on a brand new sports betting network. Our friends, you better you bet. Uh, maybe down the road there will be more additions. We have people on the show all the time that do podcasts. Uh, Simon Hunter, Chad Millman, they do a podcast. Uh, John Murray, a bookmaker at the Westgate, he has his own sports betting podcast. A bunch of them out there. Uh, later on in the show, we're going to talk to Doug Kazarian from ESPN. He hosts a daily TV show on ESPN. Who thought we'd ever be there with Disney? That, that they would be having a daily sports betting show, but we're there with uh, our friend Joe Fortenbaugh as well. Are we even close? Are we even close to oversaturation, Ross? I thought that there would be more pushback. Maybe I'm not hearing it. Maybe because. Uh, The followers on my Twitter feed are many of the, are the of them are there because of either Chicago sports or sports betting. Um, But I thought it would be more like a few years back when Pete, there was like this revolt against DraftKings and FanDuel in the DFS world because people couldn't take the commercials anymore. It's the same thing right now with legalized sports betting, but I don't hear uh, as many people up in arms about it.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. I think it's, Not as much for the legalized sports betting. Because, number one, unlike DFS, they're not allowed to advertise during the game, the sports book stuff. Mm. So a lot of people, Joe, they only turn in for the game. They turn in at 1 o'clock Eastern, 8.15, Sunday night, Monday night. So they're not really being bombarded with it. Like, if they see an ad, it's still DFS but it's not quite as much as it used to be. And then they're also not being inundated with it locally because if they're in an area that's not legal yet, they're not hitting them with the radio ads and stuff like that yet. I, so
1: it's not overwhelming yet for, you know, 30 States that don't have it. But you do see, um, you do see sports book commercials on like the Sixers games, local stuff, right? Cause I see it during bulls games.
0: Yeah, and even, like, it's funny, uh, my wife will tell me about all the sports book ads she sees watching, like, Netflix or Hulu. Yeah. Like, she said Hulu, it's like the whole thing's Jamie Foxx for whatever that is, BetMGM or whatever. She's like, sure. but she says, you know, I think they they can geolocate those, and they can, they really hit those hard. Because those yeah. are people that are willing to pay money For these services so they would imagine that they're pretty good you know candidates for this you know it's interesting because I've also gotten emails over the year from some international listeners who talk about some of the negative ramifications of it some of the negative aspects of you know legalized sports betting that it has on society that they talk about like alcoholism and different things like that I haven't seen that here again i'm not but it's it's not like people are going out of their way to advertise that like hey i'm addicted or hey i'm drinking now because i lost money betting sports i think you have to get years down the line before you hear any of that stuff
1: yeah and you know once in a while i get a little annoyed with some of the Some of the promotions that are out there. Look at this guy. He parlayed 15 different games and he bet $5 and he won six figures or whatever. I'm just throwing something crazy out there. I know that was making the rounds yesterday with some soccer one. I'm like, I just want to be like, yeah, hey, how about once in a while show the biggest loss of the day? But they're not going to do that. They want everybody to think that they can become a millionaire or do this for a living. And that's just not the case.
0: Well, it's the same as the DFS the last few years when you can win the Millie maker I mean, look, Joe, a lot of people play the lottery. Yes. You know what I mean? A lot of people play the lottery, and that's been going on forever. At least this, you know, you play the lottery, you just find out the numbers. Like, at least this increases and enhances your entertainment while you're watching something, yes. which I think is a, a big part of it. I tell everybody the same thing. Your odds of really making money from it long term making a lot of money from it really small, you sh- you should be happy to win a little bit, lose a little bit, and and make and be and be more entertained in the process.
1: And here's the thing, if you're really, really good at it and right now you can't go to a sports book, you're just doing whatever you can on your phone, um, they're gonna limit you. It's happened to Eli in college basketball already. And we just got legal here in Illinois. Did you see we'll talk about waste management later. Uh, with golf, I love what Peacock is doing this week with the waste management uh, t- golf tournament that's going on. So on Peacock, and I've just started to watch some stuff there because they're starting to carry more live sports. But I'm not sure uh, exactly all the details on which days and which hours are going to be running this. But I think what Peacock is doing this week with waste management is, is it's kind of cutting edge. And it's weird to say that the PGA tour is involved with some cutting edge stuff. And it's, it's the future of sports broadcasting. And they're having two people from the golf channel on there watching the golf tournament and Teddy Greenstein from points bet who used to work at the Chicago Tribune, Now he works with points bet and um, he's going to be on. So it's going to be a three person panel and they're going to be talking about the golf tournament, while also addressing the live odds as they're fluctuating throughout the round. So they're going to have a live sports betting feed. I think down the road, this is going to be everywhere, Ross.
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, I think the real opportunity becomes like live betting and stuff like that, which I don't know. I don't think a lot of people are really into that yet. But as more states open up, more people get into it, more people start live betting, It's going to be significant. It's just amazing to see the revenue that gets poured in uh, to these states and really the advertising money that they're spending, which, look, we're all benefiting from it, right? Like points bad on this show and uh, the other books on other shows.
1: Yeah, All of our careers, all of us here. So, And the people that are listening are like nodding their head along. They're like, yeah, yeah. And we won't get pushback from those people, but I'm sure there are other sports fans that uh that are kind of sick of it and i do hear it from time to time about the commercials that we run on the score like um my response usually is you know we're going through a pandemic right you see what's happening in the economy do do you want more local programming or not because they're paying a lot of bills right now all these legal sports books right and what's the alternative like yeah I, i i mean
0: honestly like you can turn the channel or there's going to be some other ad on there. Like there's going to be some ad. Is there? Are, 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 would you rather hear one eight seven seven cars for kids? K A R S cars for you know what I mean? Like right. you're going to hear some ad. Your options are to turn the channel or listen to some ad with something that might have nothing to do with sports that you're into. You're listening to sports talk radio. You know what I mean? Yes.
1: yes.